what are the lake levels at the time that this event takes place, and what can we do in terms of the controlling of the various dams. And when I say, say we, uh, we're, we're really talking about those who uh, manage uh, these, these dams and the, the physical limitations uh, that they're under. We'll, we'll learn more in, in the coming months as this technical group that the city and the county are supporting gets, gets to address these issues. In the meantime, we're not quite back where we were a month ago, but unfortunately our concern when we said keep your sandbags in place and our concern that we were not out of this has, has uh, unfortunately uh, been realized in that we're beginning to see some flooding, not nearly as extensive as we did in the 10 days following August 20th, but enough to be concerned, to reinforce the notion that you should keep your sandbags in place, that, um, that sandbags are available for those who uh, don't, don't have them, and that we are going to continue to monitor the situation. The one good news I'm pleased to report is that at least between now and Tuesday night, there's only uh, scattered rain expected with minimal accumulation. Uh, from Tuesday night through Wednesday, we're expecting another inch to inch and a half. We certainly hope it's going to be at those lower levels. Monona is, Lake Monona is two inches above its 100-year levels, and while the lake levels are high, they are obviously being monitored and controlled to the extent possible. The only street closure we have at this time is back at uh, Brittingham Place uh, from Maine to Proudfoot uh, along the bay by Brittingham Park. That has sort of been the canary in the cage for me. I, I usually check that street every day or two, and uh, it's the one that tells us whether or not we've got problems. Uh, a very small portion of that street was uh, filled with water on Saturday. Um, after the rain on Saturday, by Sunday, uh, well over half of the roadway was filled with water. And uh, as of this, pardon? In Main Street, too? Okay. And we got a, a point, yeah, and we do have a point at East Main at the Ahara. Uh, but but uh, Birmingham Place is now pretty well covered. A lot of the low-lying park areas that are at or below the level of the lakes uh, are also seeing accumulation of water. I want to remind folks that those areas are not safe, uh, particularly when storms take place. We do not know and we won't know for some time uh, what the situation is with trees in the area. We have no idea at this point if any of them are unsafe. Uh, there's no evidence of their being unsafe. But this is, a, this is a concern we've got, and we'll probably see some of these younger trees dying as literally uh, the, the, the tree is, is drowning. Uh, it's roots completely engulfed in water.
Olinterville Court will be closed Wednesday through mid-November. We're going to have to have a bike tour on John Nolan until mid-November, and we're carefully watching the, the Wingra uh, path. One area where everybody who's volunteered or hasn't volunteered can make a contribution in keeping their neighborhood safe and clear is to make sure the leaves are not in the grates of the sewers, of the storm sewers. Uh, this is something that's impossible in this weather and in this uh, uh, month with leaves coming down on a minute by minute basis, it's something city crews cannot cover. So know where your, your local storm sewer grain grates are and, and do what you can in terms of your own leaves. If you're near a uh, storm sewer grate, make sure your leaves aren't in the street and keep the, keep the area clear of debris. That's going to be of benefit to everyone. Just as an update, uh, the governor, as you know, has requested a, uh, a disaster declaration from the president. We're still waiting to hear on that. And for those who are participating in applications to FEMA, uh, we're hoping that we could hear something in two to three weeks. Uh, FEMA is an independent agency, and, and we have uh, absolutely no control. Cityofmadison.com slash flooding is where you want to go to get any updates, and we will obviously keep you all posted. So that's pretty much what we've got for now. Um, I guess I guess that's it. And like I said, uh, let me see if I can find the 18, hold up the 18. This is the 2018 graph off of that website I mentioned. And you can see uh, here in early and mid-May, we started getting participation, participation, we got to get precipitation a little above normal. And then obviously the big event in, in August, and clearly uh, we're, we're, we're in, in, in the area where we may set a new record for the year. I think in the last hundred years or so, we've had two or three events, two or three years where precipita precipitation accumulation has been around 49 to 50 inches, and uh, we're over 45 now with basically a quarter of the year left to go. And for a whole lot of reasons, uh, we're all hoping there'll be no extensive snow or rain uh, in the last couple months of the year. Questions? So what work is being done along the Wingra path? I saw a sign today, I think, that the path was closed starting today. It's a sanitary sewer project to oh, okay. reline the sewer. Okay. And it is flood-related in the sense that it, the problem was made worse by the high, high groundwater. Okay. Yes? You might not have an answer for this yet, but is there is there work to look at a permanent solution for when, if this happens okay. again? Let's separate the two events of August, uh, August 20th. The city engineers are now in a process of reviewing all the areas 
on the west side where we saw flash flooding. There we're looking at engineering alternatives, some old, some some new that, that need to be approached and we'll, we'll have a report on that in preparation for the 2020 budget. I mean, it's going to take a, a while uh, to look at some of this stuff now. On University Avenue, uh, we were already in the process of making changes. There's one old proposal that involved a storm sewer that was to be run under uh, Black Hawk Country Club in Shorewood. I think uh, we're going to have to see that reconsidered, though that decision is up to Shorewood. Uh, we already had plans for changes on McKenna Boulevard, but while we'll go forward with those between now and next year, we're re-examining them, and we may uh, actually order more extensive work because of the nature of that flash flooding. Some of the areas uh, in the west side uh, off of uh, Midvale Boulevard where we had flooding for the first time, we've got to sit down and, and figure those those out. So those, those are ones that, that the engineers will be working on. The situation with the flooding that's a result of the high lake levels, which we've seen east of the square and then heading down into Monona and the areas uh, around uh, not just Mud Lake, but uh, Lake Wabisa and, and further south, that's where the, the engineering group is going to come in that both the city and the uh, county board have approved, and that's where we're going to look at the sufficiency of our systems for letting the water move down through the four lakes. And we know, in effect, where the pinch points are. We've got, um, we've got the Tenney Park locks. We've got, obviously, the narrowing at the Yahara River, which not much we can do about. But then we've got the situation at the southern end of Lake Monona, where we've both got the challenge of weeds, as well as the, uh, as well as the uh, rail trestle and the northern part of, of Upper Mud Lake. Uh, we got the Babcock Dam, and we got the dam down in Stoughton. And there we're going to simply have to await the, uh, the engineers and their recommendations, realizing that both topography and geography uh, will have a lot to do with, with recommended solutions. And those engineers are doing that now, or that's later? That group, when do they start? Do we have um, a date yet? We've got a resolution going to council at the next meeting for introduction. Okay. And then uh, we'll form it shortly after that, I'm sure. So, well, I'd expect as we get into the winter, they'll be working. Just to clarify, this is the, the joint work with the county, and the county board has already approved that resolution for the work. Yes, for yes. The same work group. Yeah. Okay. And, and I want to focus. This is not uh, calling upon a political decision by a group like the Hara Lakes uh, that has been convened twice in the past, where their decisions were made on exchanging values between those who wanted the lakes high 
and those who wanted the lakes low. This is going to be focused on engineering, problem solving, and what is it going to take to keep the lakes at a level where if we should have events like we did in 93, in 18, in 07, in 04, if we have events like that to ensure that the flooding caused by lake levels does not occur. Is the city at all monitoring the uh, tree situation with such a saturated ground? We're, 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 we're looking it over. We don't see anything of concern yet, but we just want people to be careful. And Parisi's budget proposal, you know, offers up a lot of money for a flood mitigation prevention. Anything in there that really stands out to you that you're excited about, and, and then anything in there that you wish you had seen and, and it's not in there? I have not seen the details on that proposal. Um, obviously, based on this past year, uh, we'd want enough weed harvesters that they could continually operate all season and make sure that there's never a period where uh, we've got a uh, uh, congestion because of weed growth. Um, you know, the, like I said, the engineers are going to be looking at the rest of this. Uh, and then, you know, we got the, the bottom line question. Given the present engineering, can the lakes be kept at a lower level, the level, the minimum level prescribed in the DNI regulations? And we need an answer to that and how to achieve that. We good? Thank you.